0: Good afternoon and welcome to Naples United Church of Christ. My name is Dawson Taylor and I serve as senior minister. It's such a privilege to welcome you to our second Advent meditation of 2020. No matter if you are joining us via live stream, Facebook live, or have downloaded a podcast of this service, we are grateful to have you with us. I'm also grateful to welcome our musicians for this service, Blair Francis on flute, Ryan Little on French horn, and of course, our very own Dr. Becky Weiss-Rumpf on piano and organ. You will soon be blessed by the beauty of their music. As we begin worship today, I want to remind you of a few things going on in the life of this great church. I hope that you are planning or already have given toward our poinsettia offering for the Christmas season. This is a wonderful way to honor or remember someone special to you. You can return the envelope found inside our new publication on Eagle's Wings that was mailed last week. You can also give online at NaplesUCC.org donate. Or, of course, you can always call the church office at 239-239. This year, our mission partner, the Shelter for Abused Women and Children, will be the beneficiary of these gifts. I also hope that you've taken advantage of our online alternative gift market. If you have any questions or if you need help, please just give the church office a call and we'll be glad to help or support you in any way possible. Lastly, I want to invite you back to worship this Sunday at 10 a.m. for one of those days that we look forward to each year. It is our Advent Music Ministry Sunday. I will be offering a brief meditation, but the majority of the service will be music, and it will be glorious and undoubtedly will help you be in the holiday spirit. So I hope you will make plans now to join us this Sunday morning via live stream and Facebook live. While distanced from one another physically, we know that as we gather for worship today, God unites our hearts. And so in that spirit, let us join together in our invocation. Let us pray together. Gracious God, we hear the promise of the coming of Jesus into a manger and into our hearts and homes. Bless our advent waiting Fill our worship with anticipation of your love and dedicate us to prepare your way by lifting up the valleys in our lives and making smooth the rough places of others. For we pray in the name of Emmanuel, God with us. Amen. Our reading for today comes from the Gospel according to Luke, the first chapter, verses 41 to 44. Hear now what God would say to you. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb, and and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me, that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy. May our still-speaking God bless to us the hearing of these ancient words. Will you join your heart with mine in prayer? Let us pray. Loving and gracious God, indeed, we give you thanks for the gift of this day and for the gift of this season and for the gift of music. And in this time of worship, O God, we ask that you would speak either through me or in spite of me, but that above all else we would hear with clarity what it is that you say to us this day. All of this we trust and ask in your many names. Amen. Amen. Mary Oliver, one of my favorite poets, wrote, It is a serious thing just to be alive on this fresh morning in the broken world. And Rabbi Abraham Heschel wrote, Just to be is a blessing. Just to live is holy. It reminds me of this great story about a four year old girl who occupied herself while waiting for her mother at the post office counter. The little girl made herself entertained while taking the opportunity to explore every inch of the post office lobby, not leaving any item untouched. The girl finds a penny on the floor and holds it up and says, Look, Mama, so proudly, a penny. Her mother, busy with the clerk at the window, mumbles an acknowledgement. Others in line smile while some shake their head and cogitate about the regrettable decline in discipline in our nation today. The girl walks to the other side of the lobby and places the penny back onto the floor. Feigning surprise, she says, Look, Mama, I found another penny. Delighted, she keeps at her enterprise, placing the same penny in a different location until she has found five pennies, each a brand new experience. It's one of those stories that's a make you smile kind of story, intended to lift spirits. But as I reflected on the story I began to wonder in my own heart if I would have been there that day, if, if I would have been one of those curmudgeons in the line. I mean, let's be honest, during the holiday season especially, there is nothing like being made to wait in a line and then being sidetracked by, uh, let's just say, disconcerting and loud child. And yet, throughout Scripture, Jesus goes out of his way to connect the realm of God with children and the child within each and every one of us. It's not just hyperbole. Children live in a world of imagination, a world of aliveness. Playing Superman and feeling alive, the child in us hears a voice deep inside, a warm and loving voice, a living, believing voice, a wild and dangerous voice, writes author Mike Iaconelli. And then somewhere, somewhere along the way, we grow up. Or We are tempted by an obligation to control life. We realize that we can't fly after all. We go from flying wonder child to exasperated and intolerant consumer, undone by all the ways that we can feel annoyed. Worse yet, we seem to disconnect from delight and wonder, joy and gratitude. It's as if we lose our true identity. Our well-being is about who or what owns us. But here is what I believe is the gospel, the good news that meets us here today. When we lose our way, our authentic self has not vanished. It's just been unembraced and demoted. It's no wonder life feels reactive and combative and divisive. And no wonder we do not see the sacred or the holy or the opportunities to heal the parts that have been diminished and wounded. When reflecting on the year 2020, Maria Shriver wrote, I think this election shook all of us, or at least I hope it did. I know it shook me to my core. I also know that it's up to me to do my part in bringing the lack of understanding that exists within myself and with those in my country. No matter how you voted last month or how you feel about the outcome, I believe that fair-minded people on both sides of the proverbial aisle want the rhetoric to lower a notch. I believe we want to find unity in the places where we can find it and agreeability in places where we can't seem to agree. I believe as a nation, as families, as a church, that we are seeking common ground in all the ways that we can. For instance, I think we are seeking common ground on how to end this pandemic quickly and safely, and also ensure that our economy remains in full motion. We want our children to attend school in person while not putting themselves or their teachers at risk. We want to hear that our leaders are having conversations that include the rights of all people. And here in Southwest Florida, or as I like to call it, paradise, we are mindful of the environmental challenges that we face. So perhaps the season of Advent 2020 grants us a unique opportunity to recapture the idea that the arrival of the vulnerable child of Jesus gives us the gift of the wonder of a child. And maybe, just maybe, holy living this season is understood best through the eyes of a child. May it be so for you and for those whom you love this Advent. Thank you so much, Blair and Ryan, and of course, Becky. I always look at these services as such a blessing for me and my spiritual life during this time. And I know that I speak on behalf of the congregation that you give us that gift as well. So thank you so much. Before I pronounce our words of blessing, I also want to remind you of our outdoor labyrinth that is a part of our campus It is a completely social distance, outdoor, and safe activity to be a part of. It is a deeply spiritual and ancient practice of the church. And so I want to invite you, because it is outdoor, it's open 24 hours a day, it's lit at night, it's a a very public part of our campus, and so I believe it to be very safe. And so I hope that you will avail yourself of this opportunity sometime during this season, so that you can uh, participate in that activity. Typically, if we were meeting in person, we would invite you for a guided labyrinth walk after this service, but of course, that's not possible right now. And so if you are in town or in Naples, we want to invite you to, uh, to take advantage of that opportunity. My friends, receive these words of blessing. Let us go forth into the world, indeed prepared for holy living. And let us go forth from this place, to find a self you can live with a cause you can live for and a redeemer whose love you can live into and let us go in peace amen